We're ready to rock and roll. You're on the dock with Pastor Troy here and the gang here. We're excited. We haven't been in the studio in a while, but we're going to get rocking and rolling here. We got a lot of good stuff coming up, and we're here at onthedock.org, dropping those casts every Tuesday and Thursday. You don't want to miss it. And if you remember, you haven't heard it in a while, we're all about conversations that propel your faith out of the shallows and into the deep. Guarantee you we're going to be doing that today. We're going to be doing that for this whole sub-series. It's going to be just incredible. You can always find us at onthedock.org. Go to onthedoc.org. You can find all of our platforms. We have multiple platforms available to you. YouTube is our number one place to watch us. Watch it and share it and copy that share and paste it on everybody's stuff. Harass your friends with it, please. And uh, Spotify and iTunes are also audio ways to listen to it. Google Play as well. All those work great. You can watch us on Facebook if they don't take us off. And Roku as well. Roku, you have to download the SermonNet app and then uh, find on the doc channel. So Roku is a great way to do it, but you got to download the SermonNet app and download and then find the on the doc with Pastor Troy channel. And then also Rumble SermonNet is also available and we have our archives there as well. And you can social media, watch us on Facebook, Instagram, Telegram, Twitter, and we added Getter late last year and Getter is happening. Go find us on Getter. We want to promote that. They don't cut anything off, neither does Telegram. So we got to watch out on everything else. I stay in trouble and, and my wife stays in trouble more than I do on Facebook, but she gets me in trouble. So hit subscribe, like, hit notify, make comments, share it with others, harass people, tell them to watch On The Dock with Pastor Troy. And if you want to become a partner, you can go to our Patreon site, download the Patreon app or go to Patreon, become an On The Dock partner. There are a couple different options. I can't read my print. My wife was right. So <laughs> it, there are four tiers of partnership and three tiers of sponsorship. You can be a partner with the show. You can be a sponsor of the show. Go find out, give us some money, and we'll talk about you for a while and help us out. We'd love to have you be a partner. We've got a lot of great things happening and on that. And I Hey, I miss being at the table here. Ben will tell you about his table here in a minute. Ben built this table. Great table. It, it's back. It, it's still standing, Ben. It's a table. So, something about this 100-plus-year-old cotton you leaf. You feel that yeah. vibration in the yeah, mic? Yeah, just it, the whole building. Was it goes, whole it building. goes on for generations. So you can go to onthedoc.org, find out all about us, find all of our platforms. You can find the Patreon link. You can get just everything you find out about mm. us. And you can email us if you just can't do any of that and you're just as slow as I am. Email us at info at onthedoc.org. Donna Kanuski, our executive uh, producer will put training wheels on it and help you do it. All right. And we're glad to have you here. I, I, again, I'm your, your wonderful host, uh, Pastor Troy. Glad to have you here. But I am in studio. We've got the distinguished, my partner in life, um, Mother Beth. Mother Beth, how are you doing? Distinguished? Yeah. Pull, helps me pull your mic over. You forgot. <laughs> yeah, distinguished. Oh, well, lovely. She's in camouflage <laughs> with flowers. I love it today. She will not be seen. You can't see me. Yeah, across the street and down on the right is Ben Odolini. He's also one of our incredible, lovely, handsome co-hosts. And he's my partner for this whole series. This series is a special series that him and I have been working on for a while, along with Lucas in the studio, our executive director. He's in here. Our producer. Your producer. She, he, she's a director, right? I get that wrong. Kronuski's going to be mad about me calling her you. So, But we got Lucas in the studio as well here. I didn't put your picture up, Lucas. That's okay. Nobody, no, but, but they can't handle it anyway. But we're on the dock. We're getting ready to go. We're getting into season two. This is our second subset in season two. I want to tell you what we're doing. We are doing the Worship Leaders of Southern Illinois series. Wow. Isn't that big? That's big. I mean, that's not Heron, Marion, that's Southern Illinois. That's God's part of Illinois. There's not much of God in Illinois, but what little is there is in Southern Illinois. You know, and it's basically if you're a Cardinals fan, you're a part of that team. And woohoo, we got Albert Pujols back. Yay. Really? Wow. Pujols signed. 
He's going to finish his career as a Cardinal. I thought he played ice hockey. 20 home runs. He gets 20 <laughs> home runs. Hopefully by the time you heard this, he's gotten the 20 home runs, I'd bet. He has 20 home runs. He becomes third all-time. He passes up uh, Alex Rodriguez. And he would go behind like Babe Ruth, Hank Aaron, and, and the big dogs. So he'd be number four. I so could we, start wearing my shirt again. Yeah, we could put Pools. And he got the same number back. <laughs> Nobody used his number because they knew they would retire. He got five back. So Pools wow. is back. Cardinals, get your stuff out. If you burnt or sold your stuff, you're embarrassed. So so praise God for <laughs> so Cardinals. It'll be fun. He's only he's he's designated hitting. He ain't hardly play. He just can come up and swing. That's kind of cool. All right, but we're in the studio. We are going to be featuring in this part of the series a wonderful feature with a brother that that is just dear to us here at On the Dock at Community Faith Church. Israel Lopez is in the house from Love and Truth Church. He's the worship pastor there at the Craneville Established Church. It's the Craneville campus. It's a bigger institution. And I got his beautiful face right there. There That's he is. Look, look, look at that. No, we get what we pull, what we get. You got to purge the internet. You get what we purge. Yeah, hey, don't worry, your brother's going to get a lot better picture because he's a professional photographer. You know what I mean? Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, but we, we got, that's on your website. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You got to fix that business. Well, that was taken two years ago. I know, but but you, you need. <laughs> I think you look great right now. You want the older because you're at the age where you want to look more mature. But when you get my age, you want to go back and find the younger picture so you look less gray. Uh -huh. Less gray. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Less gray and less fat. Less you're, fat. And yeah. I had the same fat. The fat's just dropping. <laughs> The fat has not the elasticity it did. So we're in the studio with uh, yes. Israel here from Truth and Love Church. And, uh, just love and said, truth. Love and truth. <laughs> what did you say? Truth and love. I we so sorry, we call it that sometime to give them a hard time. Yes. Uh, truth and love. Why, but but does, does the yeah. order... It does. You know, I've got it written everywhere backwards, but I got... The, oh, that's terrible. But I got it right in the graphics. Praise God, I got it right in the graphic. But at Love and Truth, does does the... Or, well, I guess love comes before the truth. Well, I mean, it's it's all combined together. Okay. Well, I mean, as long as you know what you're talking about, I mean... Everybody on, on behalf now, forgive me for any time I mess that up for the rest of the way. I'm going to go... Remember, the L becomes before the T in the alphabets of love and truth. Yeah, so that's so. how I'm going to remember it. Love and Truth Church, uh, yes. worship pastor, Israel's here in the house. Just tell us a little bit, if you would, tell us a yeah. little bit about your, just the basics. We'll get deeper into this. Tell us, uh, you know, uh, first of all, where you're serving, a little bit about your yeah. church family and, and the mission and vision there. Yeah, well, um, like we've stated before, it's a bigger institution. Love and Truth Ministries has been around for about more than a decade. Multi-campus church, yeah, multi-local, multi-international multi churches. Yes, right? and we have a lot of churches overseas, um, which, by the way, our campuses fund everything missionally. So whether we ha gain a campus or lose a campus, we still You're helping fund whatever yes. that is there. And we last year we gave over a million dollars um, to our missions. Wow. And that was just through COVID, through everything. So we believe wholeheartedly in going out. So, so your partner goals. churches, you got churches, I saw in like Dyersburg, yeah. uh, other places around the country. Yes. So yeah. it's mainly based in Tennessee. Mm -hmm. We are the only Illinois campus. Did somebody run away or something? They came across the bridge. <laughs> they, they got, they got lost. Well, no, Pastor Sherry, um, Pastor Eddie's wife is actually from Illinois. Um, and so the connection came through that and also she's trying to get us saved. <laughs> yes. I like, I appreciate that. We're backslidden. She got saved. She's bringing the gospel back to yeah. Illinois. I appreciate mm -hmm. that. I'm from Tennessee. So I, oh, yeah. anytime so, Tennessee people come help us get saved, we need it. We need it. We they, need that and Albert. They're the true Bible belt. I will say that. <laughs> 
Yeah. They're we, the buckle to the Bible Belt. They are the mean? buckle to the Bible Belt. <laughs> yeah. We're the only part that has a chance right now. We need revival. <laughs> yeah, we need and it's going to start in the South. Yes. Yeah, so. Well, you know, the Southern Kingdom was Judah, and that was where, where yeah. the gospel was. So we, we move it out. Even though we're still North. But, so, you know. so your church, give me a little bit about the mission and vision. Yeah. Of Love, let me, I'll bring that graphic up just so, since I yeah. messed it up, there's your graphic on your church. Yeah. Uh, that's your campus, Pastor Bob and Terry. Pastor Bob and Pastor Terry. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I grabbed that picture off their website. If it doesn't look like them, oh, I'm sorry. Like Great look looking wonderful. facility. Yeah. Uh, got, got your contacts there, Love and Truth, yes. uh, church.com. When you go to there, you'll see multiple campuses, yes. but the Craneville campus Craneville. is at the bottom. Yeah. Uh, email for info. There's mm-hmm. a Facebook page. Yeah. They got, you got two services? Yeah, we have. We actually have three, two on Sundays, Wednesday nights, Wednesday. midweek services. Yep. Gosh, how you do that? I used to do three on Sundays. I don't think I can do two right now. It's a lot. It, it's a lot, but I think it just, you know, we're just making it as Because I know you're like, low, I know you're low energy, very low key. And, you know, so 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 you would reserve a lot of energy and, and just doing yeah. two services would be no problem. Said no one ever. No, no. Yeah. I think any service that any church is does it's always done with 150 percent i just yeah. mean it's just having the people to be there and just be like hey we're here we're then here I, to help i've been thinking about just starting another service just say we're starting one yeah and yeah. none of you there in the current one can come it'll probably just be <laughs> just me and you, just be me and you that's fine i don't hey, care you, you'd be yeah. surprised no I people mean, will come no no people surprised. and maybe we need to do that so i have yeah. a little i need to have the faith you have but that's yeah. why you're here <laughs> you're, you're encouraging us so you've, you've got what's the mission and vision well we have a simple mission and simple vision is just to change lives to change our world so that just means that our world is may not be the big world but our world is still needed to be impact and what does our world look like well in southern illinois it's everyone we come into contact with even though we see them like 20 times a day you know (laughs) <laughs> I, I I looked over your mission statement. I also looked over yeah. your, your doctrine statement. Yeah. It's very solid. It's yeah. very, very solid. You're definitely Pentecostal. You're yes. filled with the spirit. You know, yeah. God, no. God's yeah. moving in the place. Your people are being set free. Mm-hmm. Salvation is a key there. Yep. Yep. The, the mission is there. They're on target with, with yeah. what the Bible stands for. Yeah. I love the way y'all have laid it out on your website. Yeah. Very clear. And I mean, it's it's gone through so much like over time with just people you know, cause church is a hard place to find your identity. in. I will say that honestly, like, yeah. because you come from so many things you're raised with that actually finding a church you actually agree with and that you can see yourself staying. No, I, I, I love it. I love yeah. it. It's laid out very clear. So, I, I could attend there. I could, I could, I could preach there. It fits, hey. right, fits right in. You know I, what? It's even harder for pastor's kids. Yeah. It's hard. They go, <laughs> they go criticize. Matter oh, fact, believe matter me. Fact, our, 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 our son went to a church when he was in St. Louis attending a university there, still cop. He went to church. He, he tried this, didn't like it, didn't this. Mm-hmm. Finally, one pastor, he, he just got the pastor to the door. That pastor is no longer with us these days, but uh, he's going to be someplace mm-hmm. with the Lord. And, and, and he got him to the door and interviewed him, started asking, what do you believe on this, this, yeah, this, and this? Go. And the pastor was just bum fuzzled. Like, like, how do you know these things on theology and free will right. and all this stuff and the Trinity and all this stuff? And he looked at him, he said, and then he, he says, Who whose are you? kid are you? <laughs> and he said, Troy Benetton. He said, well, I went to NGL with Troy. I know Benetton, typical pastor's kid, yes. you know? <laughs> well, hey, you just got to know. If it's something that you're going to grow your faith in, you got to know. You need to yeah, know what you believe. You, you do need That's to know. And, and to be honest with you, he didn't go back there. I don't no. mean that in a bad way. No. It wasn't no. that. It no. just... The, 
it was like the pastor was like insulted that he asked because it was a pop church. I'm not <laughs> knocking it. I'm just saying when you're a pop church, there are churches that just pop yeah. and there are churches that pop because there's some real hard yes. wood. When you cook barbecue, there's soft wood like apple and peach. It tastes great. But pecan and I love hickory, your barbecue, by the way. Yeah, they, I do. <laughs> but hardwood. Your church has some good hardwood yes. doctrine. I'm going to tell you that. Yes. That, yes and yes, that's yes. why you can build missions on it. Yes. That's why you can build campuses on it. It's mm-hmm. not a popularity contest in one location. Right. You've got something established. And what, what I bear witness with is here at Community Faith, we have churches overseas yeah. that we fund. Yeah. And heck, I need to really think about that because they would be more cut from our fabric. You know? Yeah. Praise God. It, and it, it's an ever extending family. Yeah, absolutely. And so and we, just, we awesome. just anything, we, we just, we, yeah. we love you guys. You know, we love you guys. No, we love We're always trying to steal like one of your drummers or something like that. So, <laughs> yeah, we're trying to steal Regularly. people. Regularly. Regularly. We will well. give them back. We will even trade people. We oh, offer yeah. people, CLC, we've offered people, you know. Yeah. Hey, right. whatever we can yeah, do. Yeah, we, we may capture one of them one time. <laughs> All right, we've been trying to steal Jordan Griffin from West Monroe Street Apostolic. We're going to well, get nah, him. Well, he's associate pastor over there. Yeah, or they, or we whatever. told him we'll beam him in. He can, he can, he can do yeah. a beam in. Beam. In. Yeah. So, so tell me a little yeah. bit about your family. Are you married, single, independent? I am you know, married. Oh. Uh, got married back in 2019. Yes. Okay. My family. Okay. Is my wife's probably not going to be happy those photos are up there, but you know she shouldn't leave them on her Facebook. <laughs> oh, they look oh, great. No, uh, so I post them. You that did? one's the only one that she has on Facebook. Oh, the cat one? Great. The cat one, not with me. Yeah, the cat one. <laughs> she does it. The one she posts. Well, you know, <laughs> a girl's got to leave her options. She's got to yeah. have her She's priorities. too pretty for you anyway. Oh, she's beautiful. She's, she's way too good for you. Yeah, I agree. And you can tell the cat doesn't like you. Look at the cat. The cat is mad. <laughs> well, we have that, that cat entered our family after a conversation we had the day before. She was coming home from the hospital because she works as she's an RN and she d- works at the hospital during the pandemic. Now she works at Marion High School. Um, but yeah, it, she, burned, it burned all the nurses out. It burned our daughter yeah, out of working in the hospital too. It, yeah. But she um, she was coming home one day. She poloed me, Marco Polo, great app. Um, mm-hmm. You know, put that banner up there. I don't know um, for endorsement. But <laughs> there you go. Yeah. But actually, we had the conversation the day before that. I said, I wanted a pet. She said, we're not ready for that. We just got married. Blah, blah, blah. The next day, she says, I did something. You lost all the way. You lost. You started <laughs> off by losing. And I said, what'd you, what happened? And I, I was like, I thought she wrecked the car or something. And no, she was driving. And she said, I'm bringing someone home. And I was like, Aww. oh. The yeah. day after we had the conversation that I couldn't bring a pet home, she brings yeah, one home. Yeah, I have four of those and a, and a vacuum cleaner, all from similar conversations. So Alyssa's her name? Alyssa Catherine. Alyssa yes. Catherine, beautiful, beautiful young lady. Yes. And you're great partners. i just seen a tremendous change in you since you've been married. And your brother got married. You guys all got married and got civilized and all this stuff. I mean, the wives have brought just new level of, of maturity to you guys. I mean, well, you guys are yeah. cut for, I mean, you guys are fabulous. Yeah. But it's like the wives have upgraded. They all. have yeah. upgraded. And I will say um, it's just a beautiful process. And she's actually lived here her whole life. So oh, right. she she's actually right. lives right across the street from our church. Wow. Yeah. And she only started going there when she was The 16. fact that the Lopez's could be domesticated <laughs> is just amazing in itself. Yeah. I mean, to me, it is. It just, welcome to America. Welcome to America. <laughs> <laughs> Next no. thing you know, you'll be asking a question like Brother Fred yeah. was today <laughs> on Facebook. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, but he's been married 50 years, so he can do that. No, but it's awesome. Yeah. We're growing family. All right. Well, so, so oh, wait a minute. What's the cat's name? Uh, Rin. R I N. Rin. So, so where are you from? I am from California, Southern California. Southern California. <laughs> Not the North. I moved from the South to the South. So we should have played a, a Beach Boys song instead of a sitting on the <laughs> yeah, dock of the Bay go. song. Yeah. Can you do that? 
Yeah, we'll have to work on that. We'll maybe next next season, maybe we substitute a little Beach Boys. Yeah. Get a yeah, surfboard on the wall here. Southern <laughs> California. Southern California. All the way yes. here. No water, no good food, <laughs> no nothing here. You're here. Welcome. I mean, yeah, it's it, it was quite a journey. It took us, uh, we actually drove over here when we moved. And my grandfather drived. So it oh. <laughs> took like 16 years. Well, hey, tell us about this photo. Now, now yes. the top left one, that's your dad. Your dad, yes. your, dad your dad's a pastor, right? Yes. He's retired. He's, okay, t tell me about your dad, because I've met your dad. I've spent time with yes, him. Yes, He's been a pastor for more than about 20 years. Real man um, again. And just, it's been an awesome, just turn of events just these past few years, seeing how much he's grown to even champion us now with yeah. our faith. Um, it is, uh, it, it's been an, under his leadership, it's been a unique uh, process when your father's a pastor. <laughs> yes. But, he, you know, I've never met. Never in my life will probably ever meet someone who's just so loving of people. Mm -hmm. yeah. And he's taught us how how much it, it is, how much importance it is to grow in a community and to make that community happen for other your, people. Your dad's demeanor radiates from you guys. Yes. Your, dad, your dad has that. It's it's real from you proud. guys. All, he he, is, <laughs> he will post it on he's Facebook. Amazing, and you, you, you actually like your dad. And we do love him. No, you love your dad. I, I, I've read what you said and said yes. things in Facebook. I like my dad, but 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 I wish I wish I had that relationship yeah. with my dad. That he knew. never had. Yeah. He never actually knew his father. So really, for him to be this way, it's just a miracle. It's, it's a decision he made. It's and a decision, it's, and it is proven yeah. well. It's a miracle. No, so, it's no, it really is pretty beautiful. Well, praise God. Yeah. He's a fine, fine man. God. And then you got yeah. Cedar Sessions and you're, you're yeah. singing there. So I mean, that actually, I was raising money for my project that oh, really? now is released out in the world. And, and that's that community <laughs> of faith. So, so, so you're on our, is that our yes. podcast? Um, I actually, my producer, uh, Lucas, Lucas back there, the, he, he, he produces many things. Yes, many things. And I joined with him on this project and, um, you just had I, that show, didn't you? Yeah. I should have put that graphic up. I didn't do it. So no, you're fine. Out, um, it was an awesome night of music with Lee Marie, um, Dustin Griffith, and Kaylee Griffith, who I went to high school with. I went to prom now, with. Now, I have. Hang on. Hang, 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 yes, I'll Kaylee. release Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. There I have that one. Yes. I have that because do, we're doing Dustin. We're going to be talking yeah. to Dustin. I think I don't have it with, but the Lee Marie has a Facebook site. Maybe that yes, Facebook site would get you they do. to your music. Yeah. Um, uh, my Facebook is the official ILM. Um, because there's so many Ezra Lopez is out there. <laughs> there's just um, a few. I'm the official one. Okay. Um, well, well, Troy Benetton. There's just one. It's me. <laughs> yeah. There, there is a there is a there is a guy down south of the border. Yeah. That's that's Tony Benitez. Oh we, well, there you go. Benitez, and we change a lot. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's awesome. He, tried, he 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 asked to be in our family group. So <laughs> there we, you go. It could be my long last long lost Spanish cousin. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Because <laughs> you know Italy and Spain are. I mean. It, it's close. Hey, look, close. we're in Portofino. You go over the oh the yep. Italian Alps. You're in you're Spain. There. You're in Spain. And you, and and one too many bottles of Chianti, you could be there. <laughs> you know, so maybe you never know. Is, Ki is Chianti amazing. hot sauce? Well, something like that. <laughs> something like that. It sounds like it should be a hot sauce. Yeah. Well, let, let's get in here. Let me see. Yeah. If I can find here, let's get into some. Let's get into some conversation. So we talked about love and truth. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We got that. Uh, we'll we'll talk a little bit more about that at the end. But let me ask you a couple questions. Yeah. Um, give us a little bit on your background about how you came to Christ. I know your dad. Yeah. Did your dad force you? Were you? ordered to become a Christian? Did you evolve <laughs> as a preacher kid? Did you did you go out and become a crackhead and no. have to be saved? 
Just tell us your process. Well, um, back in 2006 was when I got saved and I was going to a Christian school at the time. Uh, My mom worked there, so maybe she coerced me, but no. I was actually, (laughs) this was kind of strange because my mom worked at the school, but she worked late hours into it. So I actually went out and went to the staircase and I just said, God, I know, I know that I'm a sinner. And I know that God, I need a personal relationship with you. Now that was, that was my verbalization of it. But when I became 13, I got baptized in a real river and it was freezing cold. Um, (laughs) But yes, my dad was like, we're getting, we're getting baptized in the river, River, not the baptismal, the river. river. So we drove to a river in California and he baptized me there. Um, So it, I started when I was young. Um, I didn't really venture off into this whole like, testimonial process you don't have much no but you will hear that in the episode of my brother so (laughs) that'll be his testimony but um everybody has their own journey you can be yeah you can have a family of five brothers and everybody has a different route yeah and so my personal journey it just kind of progress now it was a little bumpy because you still had to define what that looked like after the fact after that um and even being in a christian home you try to identify okay i know this is what my parents believe but what do what do i believe and do i actually believe this yeah and where does your father's faith in and where does yours begin you got to find those lines yeah and identify that and be okay with the differences Mm -hmm. as far as the journey yeah and knowing that those questions are okay to have they're just not okay to stay there yeah, um, because if they st- if there's still questions, then Jesus is not the answer. That's right. Absolutely. So, no, absolutely, that's absolutely. So, that's wonderful. yeah. Wonderful. I mean, that's where I started in 2006, September 26, 2006. So, 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 how did you get to Southern Illinois from Southern California? <laughs> well, my uncle um, Ruben Jimenez, he actually lived over here. He still lives here, um, and he's a retired patrol officer now. And so they're planning on leaving to Florida, but you know. That's yeah. been said since me too. So I'm trying, I just haven't got an exit strategy yet. Yeah, yeah, you know. You know uh, but he actually could lives be 10, in Marion. 15, 20 more years. But yeah, he lives in Marion. So he told my parents back in 2000, um, 2007. Yeah. So um, it just was something that he said, "Look, it's better over here. You guys move up from over there." And we came over here not knowing anybody. Wow. And when we drove through, like. Oklahoma, yeah, Oklahoma and Texas. And I was like, where are we going? Like, I don't know. And then as soon as we got to Illinois, I was like, tree, 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 tree. Okay, there's there's, well, there's no here. hope for a city. Yeah. But um, <laughs> lo and behold, like my, I, and actually we moved with my mom first. So it was me and my sister and my brother, Daniel. And actually in Texas, Daniel had decided to go use the bathroom, stepped on a rusty nail while we were. Oh, home. no. So oh, literally we were cramped in the car because he was the only one who could lay down. Uh-huh. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, he's been babied his whole life. Did he get, did, did, <laughs> oh did he, gosh. here's my question. Here's my question. Did, did he get locked jaw? I don't know. Where they always say if you step on an alien, you don't have a tetanus shot, you're going to get lockjaw. No, I, I think he had his tetanus shot. No. Yeah. Yeah. My dad's jaw. a surgeon. He's, he's retired now. Oh, wow. My dad said he's, he did nothing but you know deal with people who stepped on nails for his entire <laughs> medical <laughs> career. He says, I don't know one person that ever got lockjaw. <laughs> That's a no, stupid question. He never did. He never, he never, okay, good. Just but, check. Uh, anyways. He but, doesn't have it today. No. He can talk. <laughs> he can talk. Yeah, he, he can, can talk. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. I mean, the journey was long, but we... We came here. We, um, 2007 was a pivotal year because it was actually my sophomore year of high school. And actually, the beginning of my sophomore year, we went to a different high school. I went through 
11 different schools for my 12 years. Wow. Jeez. So you've three, moved around a lot even in here? Three high schools my sophomore year. That's amazing. Wow. Amazing. So I was, it, it's, <laughs> and I don't think we had a contest of what making relationships actually it was. Was, was it intentional or unintentional, just the way things rolled? It just way things rolled that we were living in certain parts of town. Um, as you move around, it would change where you live. We weren't military, but we were. Well, that's what makes you so flexible. So. You're such a flexible guy today. Yeah. Well, okay, well, I want to get to the heart of this. We're going yeah, to about, yeah, take yeah. about 10 minutes. We're going to have a part two and three. We're going to go a lot deeper. Yeah. I just want people to get to know Israel. They see you. Mm -hmm. We all see you in ministry around here. Yeah. But just to get to know your story, your background, let people know there's a person behind the worship leader. Yeah. Say, but, but the heart of this series that when Ben and I were sitting down is mm -hmm. we wanted people to hear about these people that lead worship in our community, that partner with pastors like myself mm -hmm. in bringing the gospel. But we also wanted to get at the heart of worship and help people mm -hmm. hear from a worship leader's perspective what are those key things that are important? How can we develop and enhance that? So I'm going to start with the hardest yeah. question we'll have for the whole series. Yeah. And that it's going to be philosophical for you, but for you and take whatever time you need to, and we'll jump in for you. What is the heart of worship? If you're getting back or getting to like the song says, the heart of worship, <laughs> uh, how would you define that? How do you look at that? How do you see that in your own worship life, in your, in your worship life as a worship leader? How do you, mm. how do you envision that? And are there, are they different? Hmm. Getting back to the heart of worship. What's that? Getting like? back to the heart of worship is getting back to Jesus. Mm -hmm. It's worship is very much a context and a word that we kind of, it's an idea that we always throw around, mm -hmm. but it's actually the embodiment of what we serve, who we serve. Embodiment. I like that. And it's, it's what Romans 12, one talks about living sacrifice. I mean, you can't say worship without living it out. And I think we throw that so carelessly in, in the church world as far as we'll come worship with us or worship here. Or, you know, we, we give it so much a location that it's a person. And so true worship is that personal encounter with the Lord. And actually in this context, because worship in different religions is different. Right. I mean, worship through song, you know, singing a song doesn't mean it's worship. Um, right. Dancing a dance doesn't mean it's worship. I mean, I could dance a graveyard and say I'm worshiping a God, but I have to realize that it's a heart thing. It's not a, not what, just a, what you're saying is some people view, let's mm -hmm. say the worship part, the singing part, the worshiping mm -hmm. part more ritualistically. Yeah. And it could be archaic. It could be, yeah. it could be yeah. a methodology. It could be an incantation. Yeah. But yeah. you're saying the concept of worship in the Christian perspective is uniquely different from yes. all these other religions yes. because yes. of the embodiment of who we worship. Yeah. Not the practice of, of some esoteric faith, right. but a faith in a living God. Yes. Cause th that is even the context of what o old Testament is like God was pulling away from there's no other one, but me. Right. And that's why he, he specifically wanted to start with a specific people because he had to strip away some things that we are so used to putting in. Like, um, even in worship, even in, <laughs> even in Exodus, as soon as they saw God move, they were like, okay, let's build a calf. Like, let's do this. And yeah. So, they messed up. <laughs> see that, that was very ritualistic. They got yes. up there, they got panicked and they went back to the yeah. past and created something of their own. Because how can somebody say they freed me if I can't show them who freed me? And here you got the living God on the yeah. mountain and they can see the presence yeah. of God. I, I think, you know, the, the, <laughs> you know, I've talked about this Sunday uh, a few weeks ago, the, yeah. the greatest temple that that's referenced by God that he loved the most in the Bible. What mm. wasn't Solomon's temple, wasn't Hezekiah's mm. temple, wasn't even Moses's. It was David's tabernacle. Yeah. When David 
put that lean to together and, mm-hmm. and dance before the Lord unashamedly, even before his wife. And he brought that in there. <laughs> what it says is he parked the ark in there. Yeah. And it says that he put the Levitical singers back in order yeah. and they were out there just singing yeah. to the Bible tells us like the Shekinah glory of yes. God. Yes. The pre not, they weren't singing to David. They weren't singing no. to Israel. No. They were singing to the very presence yeah. of the almighty yeah. where his footstool was on the ark of the covenant. Yeah. And they saw in the old Testament before Jesus, yeah. an absolute embodiment of God, of God on his throne room. Yeah. And that's the reality we've in that r- ritualistic fashion. It's so easy to make it in that time, you know, though this term is kind of um, overrated now, but the political side of it, they weren't praising a king. They weren't praising something that they could see visually. They were praising someone who actually gave them life. Absolutely. And, who gave life, who gave life and gave everything. And so wow. even in this essence of worship, I guess we're so easy to be like, well, if I can't feel it or if I can't taste it or if I can't, then how can I know that it's real? So that's, that's that becomes very much about us yes. and less about the, the, the Levitical yes. priests couldn't taste anything. They were no. just a Shekinah in a present. They just <laughs> they poured their there. hearts out. And if yeah. God did anything, that was a bonus. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. That, that was the biggest thing they looked forward to. And, and we all, we've all, we're all part of spirit filled church communities yeah. here in this room here. And we all know that in the spirit filled community, there can become an expectation that mm-hmm. if God doesn't jump through certain hoops, like he did last week, yeah. you, Beth, yeah. Beth, Beth, Beth grew up in the early charismatic church here in Southern Illinois when yeah. they came out of the denominations in the early days. And there was just a certain time in the service where the guitar player starts hitting lots of minor chords. Yeah. And when you hit those minor chords, sister, so-and-so and so-and-so yep. is going to give a message in yep. tongues. There'll be a prophecy. Yeah. And then eventually the preacher can get up after we celebrate that. And then next week you have the same repeat and wash. Yeah. That does not look any different, to be honest with you, than me growing up Methodist and knowing that we're going to do this hymn, that hymn, we're yeah. going to read the Psalm and then we're going to have the doxology. Yeah. And honestly, it, I know it felt fresh. Yeah. It felt fresh wind, but it wasn't. It was as ritualistic yeah. as it was. Now, did God speak in some of those times? Yeah, yeah, he spoke in some of those times. Actually, I heard a quote um, from a friend of mine. His uh, Jared Gravat actually told me this about his father had made a statement. And he said, and I know this is kind of in context is what I'm kind of bringing out this uh, quote. But he said, you can't keep God in the box. Right but you can't take them out of it either. That's right. And no, so and realize you can, yeah. that heartbeat is what I feel worship in this context. And I'm meaning that in this context, yeah. God loves to be where his people are. And don't you think when I, you don't have to have him jump through hoops, like they, no. we do a lot of services, whether it be, whether it be an old denomination, no. whether it be somebody trying to do the planned charismatic event. I really think what you're talking about when we worship the embodied God mm-hmm. presence of God, when he, when he connects with us, he will speak. Yeah, he will. There'll be an authentic speak. You can tell. Yeah. This isn't this isn't sister so and so and aunt so and so that every week has a good word and it's all in King James. Yeah. You know, you know, you know, it'll be something that connects with your heart and soul. And you can feel the presence of God. And you can hear that prophecy or that word that comes or that and it, it's valid. And so I think getting back to the heart of worship, I love that. The embodiment of who we serve. Yeah. That's a really well, well, well said. Because that's, that's what it is. That's what scripture states about in Hebrews. It talks about him being the one that is in the midst of his people. So. Well, well, let me, what I'm going to, what I'm going to do here with this last part of this episode, mm-hmm. and we're going to get much, yeah, much yeah. deeper. I want to just ask you, this can put you on the spot. You're going to have to work hard and you guys can help out here. Uh, ask whatever questions you want. Um, 
what are your basic principles? Use, getting to that heart of worship, mm. getting to that embodiment, inviting that presence to come for, you know, they would worship. And if you read in Solomon's temple, the Holy ghost would come down and mm. fill the temple or they would, or you would see this manifestation yeah. occur. There was something that would, their hearts would pour out that would invite God and God just cannot not come to his people when their hearts mm. are rendered, when, when their hearts are poured out and rendered and torn, mm. he Papa comes, mm-hmm. he does. He sends the Holy ghost. It comes. Mm. So when we're vulnerable, when we're vulnerable, he, he yeah. comes and you, you can't fake that. I guess you can get good at doing it. And, and there is, a, yeah. I think some churches have much more visitation to God because yeah. they're authentically there. You yeah. know, they get there quicker, you know, and some churches it's once a decade, some churches it's every Sunday, some, but what are your best principles or keys to having worship that connects to it? What are those two or three, four things that you're looking for to make sure that's happening that create that environment that allows the Shekinah to shine? Well, first primary has to be about him as the leader. You must be about him because you're leading other people to sing about him. So that's first and foremost. So it's it's Christ centered first, always centered, always Christo centered. That that he's on the throne. So why should it be about anybody else or anything else? And we're Um, gonna get much deeper in this one too because I'm gonna take your heart. I got some. Yeah, you're fine. No, I love where you are. I'm excited about it already. So I (laughs) just go to two right now, but but we'll get there because I think you're you're just right you're right over the target. Yeah. Okay, that's one. Focused on him. What's your what's your next key? Two or three keys that kind of get you into that role as a worship leader so people can understand the process of standing before mm-hmm. God and bringing the people that you're leading yeah. worship with before God. Uh, scripture, having Holy. the understanding of what, what am I saying? Is this saying what the word says? Because mm-hmm. that is what he has spoken. So you don't just need the, the, the latest pop ballad no. that's been written by some Christian music artist that may or may not make sense. Right, But it, it's kind of like translations though. It, someone may say it in a new way, right. but a new way doesn't mean it's wrong, but you just have to, bring it to correlate. What is this new way saying? Is it saying what scripture is saying, or is it just saying something new just to be new? Is it authentically? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I totally agree word? with that. Yeah, just so, like a new translation would yeah. have a new language. Always bring, test everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, test. Don't just accept everything. So, so test everything. we're going to focus on him. You're going to make yeah. sure there's an understanding of scripture connected to the worship. Mm-hmm. All right. And then do you, do you have any, any more big steps, two or three? I mean, one or two more. Um, I'm not trying to get you to give 10. No, yeah, but, yeah, no. This one is just. I want to see what Israel goes. When when I set up for a Sunday, yeah. when you walk in and get your game face on, when, yeah. when I played football, there's certain things I I, I got I did before I, I got on the field. Yours is yeah. get my eyes on him. Yeah. Make sure I'm grounded in the scripture. Yeah. What what else do you have to have the tied up? The final thing is just spirit led because I actually plan songs almost a week to three weeks in in advance. There's nothing wrong with being prepared. No, there's nothing wrong, but it's also being willing to know like if God has spoken this day in existence and we have planned this service last week, then I know God has a word for today already because it's already been done. It's kind of working. So it's, and it's about ministry. Is it ministering to the father as it's ministering to the people at the Mm -hmm. same time? Yeah. If God's moving in the service and you have prepared songs, mm-hmm. you're able to navigate and, and have some Yeah, I mean, to. there'll be sometimes when altar call comes and I'll be playing Lord of the Rings theme. Because does your church blow well. up if you change songs and the click track doesn't work with it? And does everything come to a stop? And I mean, and it just, that depends on who, what volunteers I have playing with me, you know, yeah. going with the flow. But I mean, the the way that we have built or the way that the leader builds that community or that volunteership understanding that they're not professional musicians, right. but if they're flowing with the spirit of worship, 
then we're unified whether the click goes off or it doesn't. Are you, do you play keyboard or guitar? Keyboard? I play keyboard. Keep, keyboard. That's the right. only instrument so, I play. So the, the, but the nice thing about being a keyboard player yeah. is even even if everybody can't go with it, you can go yeah. by yourself. Right. And that's that's the strength that I find in Ben. Ben's, oh, yeah. Ben's highly prepared. Oh. <laughs> but I've never seen Ben can go go wherever he needs to. I've never been called highly prepared. No, no, you, do, you come no, in prepared. No, I, Lucas makes you prepared. Yeah. But <laughs> Well, I, I will say I've seen the live streams and I've seen, like I said, I, and I I'm, I'm, will be gladly to say this. I'm the biggest church hopper supporter of all I my love friends. It. I love it. I love watching. My wife can attest to this episode and she'll probably repost that. But that's the reality of it. Like I have seen time and time again how much the spirit is flowing in my friends. Right. As much as what I have seen in my own, you know, right. congregation and what I've seen in, in experience. So. Yeah. I'm not sure between you guys, just, just, this is a bonus question. We'll get out of this in a minute. Cause yeah. this is fabulous. I'm not sure it's going to be interesting talking to some of the worship leaders. Cause we do have some worship leaders we'll be talking to that aren't lead. They don't lead. Mm -hmm. uh, I, and I had one, one time that didn't lead himself. And, yeah. and I kind of swore that off. Because what's nice about having a leader that can lead, if when the power goes off here, his acoustic works, yeah. you know, yeah. or, you know, and a keyboard may or may not work, but, mm -hmm. but you can at least lead on your own. If everything well, hits the fan. Yeah. It's whatever you have. That's why it boils down to everything else is just extra. Is extra. Cause you're just worshiping yeah. God. Yeah. Your voice, even if you lose, I, I, I don't know who quoted this, but they said like, even if I lose my hands, my body, you know, I'll, I'll say it, I'll yell it, but realize that that very embodiment, if people know that I'm a worshiper, no matter how I come to lead worship that morning, they will know, hey, we're going to worship. What's weird is you talk about being planned. You yeah. talk about being highly planned. Yeah. But then you use the word spirit led yeah. in the same sentence. <laughs> that would almost make you a Methodist. Yeah, almost. <laughs> yeah, because they were very methodical. But John Wesley was very spirit, also here, spirit led. I mean, in a sense, yeah. because but 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 a lot of people say, well, if you're if you're planned, you can't be spirit led. And I've always well, said that's crazy. There's a difference between being spontaneous and being spirit led. Yeah, and being obstinate. They're, they're and just feeling like I gotta yes. do these songs in this bridge this way and this Because let me yeah. tell you, like any artist like Willie Nelson can be spontaneous. Mm -hmm. Doesn't yeah. make it spirit led. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll, so. yeah. yeah. I'll, no, 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 no. That, that's right. And and, and being I could be though. very and, and that's just what I've been and I I've been trained, you know, to understand that there is organization but in the spirit there's the kingdom has a way of flowing yeah so my kingdom has to bow before his kingdom that's right so. and, and what, what i think one thing you've put out and lucas is in the room he he's a producer for mm -hmm. for a lot of things oh, yeah. in our church as well and, and i'm always impressed with our team's flexibility and yeah. making those adjustments both on the platform yeah. and in the booth because behind the booth some churches have lighting programmed lighting shows you start changing Lucas shaking his head because he's been in those churches yeah. where I mean the lights don't move if you don't boot them on the beat. Now what do you do now? You're having to free 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 fall it. Yeah, I I really appreciate the worship teams that come into that same philosophy that yeah. share that. We're going to get into that a couple yeah. of episodes how you develop that culture in your team wow. to be able to match that. that. Yeah, in the pulpit and that I think it's a philosophy that a leader takes and you you give your people freedom to to freestyle too yeah. or, or to be led as well. So it, it transfers. Yeah. yeah, it's always you. Connection. Because if it's everybody connection. in the booth is, if you go one yeah. way 
you go one way and everybody in the booth is all of a sudden angry at you for going the other way, yeah. that will quench the Holy Spirit. Yeah. I have seen it. I yeah. have I have guest spoken churches. I've taken a guest musician with me back in the day when I used to travel and speak yeah. all place. And I, you know, I, I, I'd go off and say, Hey, I want this song. And I could just see, I didn't yeah. know it caused a problem. And they said, you can't do that to us again. I said, no, well, my musicians got no problem with yeah. it. They said, but our whole booth was just upset. And that's the, that's yeah. the thing. Cause I'm not just leading the people who are watching, I'm leading the people in my booth as right. well. And yeah. they're, they're, people don't realize yeah. that when they see you worshiping, yeah. they see you Ben worshiping Lucas, they see you on the platform. They, they all think Lucas is, is singing. Lucas is talking to other people, <laughs> making sure the boat's flowing. Yeah. You know, it's like row one, two, three, row one, two, three, you know, you know, Lucas is not singing, but I don't think people understand why you're carrying the flame. Right. You're also bringing a choir along. Yes. And that's not just just me, not just the the text, but it's also the crowd. Yeah. So I, I, Hey, great start. We're we're, going to pop out here and uh, guys, if you like this, it's going to get a lot better. I got better questions. I do have better questions. So uh, (laughs) let me just remind you, love and truth church, uh, Sundays nine and 11 o'clock come out and see him Wednesday, seven o'clock. You see the web link there, email link and Facebook link. Uh, Don will put all that up in the description to uh, pastor Bob and Terry, please greet them on my behalf. And we will be back in part five of this whole worship leader Southern LA series. We'll have Israel back and we'll be talking more about his incredible, incredible work. So thank you for joining us here on the doc. Ben, thanks for co-hosting with us today. Mother Beth as well. Mm -hmm. You can always find us as always at on the doc.org email us at info at on the doc.org. We'd love to tell you about our program. You can go to on the doc.org and you can download any of our mediums to watch this, especially YouTube, Spotify, and iTunes. Check out our other platforms as well. And Get out and connect with us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Telegram, and Getter, and hit subscribe, like, hit notify. Go, have your wife tell people about the show. We, <laughs> she will. can spread it. Yeah. She'll spread, spread it. it spread it, spread it, and you can always become a partner or a sponsor through our Patreon yeah. site. Hey, listen, we really want you to go try Love and Truth Church, uh, yes. but but if you if you if you want to go to two churches community faith church is always willing to have you as well <laughs> we have our promo it. up there too but no go to their church you can come to us some hey, other time we, no 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 we, we we're here for you today <laughs> and we just we love you guys and uh, and again thank or you they can watch online thank you. <laughs> yeah that's, that's right a new thing now yeah, come you, on. We, we watch watch online. all of us can watch online hey let me go back to that you can watch us online at <laughs> coftv.com facebook and our youtube yeah. as well uh, but we're so excited now listen we've got a special feature here as we go out on this episode and as I say goodbye to everybody for this episode, uh, we have done something very special in this Worship Leaders of Southern Illinois series. Uh, we have asked uh, Israel to c- come in and provide us a taste of his worship experience. So as we go out on this On the Dock episode, we'll see you on the next one. You're going to be experiencing none other than the incredible music of Israel Lopez as he leads you to the throne of God.
and hear my soul calling you. Come do what you want to do. And I need you, Lord, and I need
breath.